You got me on? Hallelujah. Now, Father, I thank you this day for revelation knowledge that we this day will receive from the word of Almighty God. We'll not only receive it, but we'll act in it. We'll put it to work in our lives. And Father, we thank you this day for what you're going to unveil to us. And we thank you that it will be the word that sets everything around us free. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Turn with me this morning to Matthew, the 8th chapter. We're starting the 23rd verse. Matthew 8, 23. Someone start off and just say hallelujah this. A little louder than that. Matthew 8, 23. And when he... Jesus was entered into a ship. His disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest. Really and truly, what that really meant, there was an upheaval of nature. Something happened in the sea. It was like an earthquake. I mean, it's so upheaval and waves were so high they came over a fishing boat. And said, Behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch the ship was covered with the waves. But he, Jesus, was asleep. Now this thing, that, that ship's rocking and it's rolling. Waves are coming over, water splashing all on them. I mean, this boat's about to sink. And he's so wore out, he's preached so long that he's passed out. You say, well, I don't understand that. I thought he's the Son of God. Yes, but he was operating as a man. Now listen to him, 25th verse. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we're going to perish. We're going to sink. And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Now you can make any kind of excuse you want to, and say, well, he had taught them how to, um, and seen how he multiplied and fed 5,000. He had preached different things. But the real thing that their faith wasn't in was in them knowing their authority. They didn't understand their authority. Now, he said, why are you so fearful, O ye little faith? Knowing your authority will give you faith. Knowing your dominion will give you faith. Hallelujah. It will inspire your faith. Now, he said, why are you so fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. 27th verse, but the men marveled, saying, what manner of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? Now, religious people and religion say, well, he could do that because he is operating as the Son of God and as the second person 
of the Trinity came to earth in a man's suit. But that's wrong. That's wrong. He came to this earth as a man with God's DNA and God's life in him. Now one translation here, they said, what, what manner of man? 20th century said, what kind of man is this? Now this man's a different kind of man. Now this guy's different than anybody on the face of the earth at that time. None like him anywhere. None. What manner of man is this? Now turn over to the ninth chapter of, uh, uh, of Matthew. Look in the sixth verse. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sin. Hallelujah. He told a man to rise up, take up his bed. He arose, seventh verse, to pardon his house, eighth verse. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. Now you have to understand this, that Jesus came to this earth as a man born just like any other man. Now there was a difference in him than other men. He had to be born out from under the jurisdiction of spiritual death. He was born with God's DNA, God's life. It said in him was life, eternal life, and this life was the light of men. Then John 5, 26 said, As the Father hath life in himself, zoe, eternal life, the nature of God, as he has it, the Father has it, so as the Son have this life in himself. One translation said, As the Father is the source of life, now the Son has been given to be the source of life. And he that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son hath not life. So, bless God, John 10, 10 said, I'm come to bring you this life. But Jesus said, I am the Son of Man. He kept saying that. He kept saying that. He kept telling them, I am the Son of Man. Well, we religious people understand only part of that. Most people don't understand what the Son of Man is. Religion has taught us that God came to this earth and operated as God in an earth suit. That he was in the flesh. God was in the flesh. Now God's nature was in him, but Ephesians, turn with me over to Philippians. Philippians, the second chapter. Praise God. Philippians, second chapter. Let's read, read a few verses. Praise God. Now you have got to understand something. That Jesus is our example. He is our example. Ephesians, uh, Philippians uh, 2, 7 said, He made of Himself no reputation, but took on Him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Eighth verse said, being found in the fashion as a man. Hallelujah, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. 
One translation said he emptied himself. Amplified said he stripped himself in that he became like men and was born a human being. Johnson said born as a human. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we have this man born, made himself of no reputation, but stripped himself of his deity. Now he was the second person of the Trinity, but he laid all that aside. Came to this earth, born of a woman. Now God gave him power. See, this man grew in wisdom and knowledge in favor with Almighty God. Hallelujah. He said he was obedient. He learned obedience. God does not have to learn. God does not have to grow. God does not have to be given anything. See, he, he said how God anointed who? Jesus of Nazareth. See, we got to understand. Now, he is the son of man. Now, what does he mean by the son of man? He means the universal headship. This is what the Son of Man means. The universal headship of man. How many of you know he is the last Adam? The first Adam was a universal headship of man. He is the first. Jesus is the firstborn out of spiritual death. He went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver us, praise God. So he went through the crucifixion, the death, the burial, and the mighty resurrection for us as the universal head of a new race. The Son of Man stood for all man. He said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. For God so loved the whole world. Jesus stood for the whole world. He was the universal head of a new race. Now you understand that? Adam was head of the first race. According to Luke 3.38, Adam was the first son of God. Now Jesus Christ at times would operate under the old Abrahamic covenant as a prophet. And he might come in church and say, that woman over there, she's been bold over 18 years. Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, uh, be loosed? And they had a covenant right, and he'd operate under that. But Jesus operated in something else. As our example, as what man can do, he is the master copy. He is the physical representative of what a man anointed by God can do. Now, he did not just operate under the old covenant. He operated in the authority as being the universal head of man born out from under the jurisdiction of Satan, out from under the jurisdiction of spiritual death, born with God's DNA. Bless God, God was his father, 
but he laid his power aside, deity aside, stripped himself, came to this earth as a man, and as a man he was anointed. God anointed him. Now that's why he can be your example. Now he is the universal example of what a man can do. He is the example. Praise God. He was born with God's DNA, God's life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just like the first Adam. The first Adam, God made a man out of the the dust of the ground, picked him up and put his life into dirt, and dirt came alive. Now that's what's in you. That's what's in you. Now Jesus shows you how to, how to get this to work. Now he's my, one translation said, example or example. We are to walk in his steps. Amen? Now we have, as religious people, put the Lord Jesus Christ in a category all himself and said no one can attain them goals. Well, he's already attained them for you. He's done everything it takes for your life, your godliness, and restore you to what Adam had lost for us in the beginning. Praise God. In Romans 5, 12, said, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so sin uh, and this death passed to all men. But Jesus went through death as a man. One man got us in trouble. So therefore, another man got us out. One man lost dominion, lost his likeness, lost his image, God's image. But one man was restored to that at the resurrection. Amen. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, now to Matthew the uh, 16th chapter. Matthew 16. We'll start in the 13th verse. Thirteenth verse said, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Well, the Son of Man means the universal headship. In other words, he's the headship of another race. Adam was a, gave birth to a race of people that were fallen after he committed high treason, after he sinned, after he disobeyed. One man fell, one man succeeded. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, what was different than this man and that's this man? Adam, was, the first one, was made a living soul. But this last Adam, bless God, was made a life-giving spirit and you receive Him, you receive the source of the life and nature of God, the source of dominion and likeness of God. So He said, I am the Son of of Man. The Lord applied this title, how many times? 70, 
Seven times he called himself the Son of Man. Seventy-seven times. In other words, he is the head of a new race. Now you have to understand this. We are not old sinners. We are not just saved by grace and still a sinner. See, folks think, well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. No, you're not. Now you belong to a new race of people. You want me to tell you what will stop prejudice? There ain't but two races, saved and lost. That's all. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, turn with me, if you will, to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. 1 Corinthians 15, 45. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15 and 45 says, So it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last, Adam, a quickening spirit. A life-giving spirit. We know, according to Luke, Third chapter, 13th verse, Adam was the first son of God. Now here we're talking about the first Adam and the last Adam. We're talking about the first Adam was head, head of God's family, given a right to be the head of all his family. He failed, he committed high treason, he disobeyed God, and when he did, he went from having God's life to having the devil's nature, spiritual death. Now, it won't do any good, anything you can do to Adam, forgive him, do anything you want to. I I mean, dress him up, dress him down, nothing you can do to him other than he must be refathered. He's got to change fathers. He's got to change daddies. And that's what Jesus did. He came to make a way where you could change daddies. He told Nicodemus, you got to be refathered from above. You got to change fathers. You must be born again. Hallelujah. So, he said the first Adam was a living spirit, the last was a life-giving, life-giving spirit. In other words, the Lord Jesus Christ as the last federal head, the universal head of a new race of people, restored man to what Adam had lost. He restored him to all his likeness, image, dominion. Can you say amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Ephesians 2.15, he said, Jesus made the, the Gentile and the Jew into one new man. One translation said, one new kind of people like himself. Now you need to understand that. What is God doing in Christ? What is he making? He is making him a race of people just like he planned before the foundation of the earth. He's making him a race of people, hallelujah, just like he made Adam in the beginning. He's making him a race of people patterned after the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? 
Praise God. So he's making him one new kind of people like himself. One translation said, one new kind of being. How many know you're a new kind of being? Praise God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2.10, he said, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. So you are what God wants. He has created you. He has made you like He wants. Praise God. So they asked the question when the storm stopped. I mean, this waves are rolling over. He's asleep in the boat. He woke up. He woke up. They wake him up. And he, he said, why are you so fearful? Where's your faith? Hadn't you seen me operate as the Son of Man? Haven't you seen man's authority? I'm the universal representative of man. Here's what a man can do. Why are you so fearful? My God, what manner of man is this? We've said, oh, yeah, he, yeah, they didn't know he was the Son of God. Yes, they did. He'd ask Peter, what, what, who do man say that I am the Son of Man? Who do they say? He said, thou art the Son of the living God. And he said, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but my Father which is in heaven. And he said, on this revelation, that bless God, I'm the Son of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to build my church on a revelation, bless God, that I've got a church full of people that are sons of the Most High God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What manner of man is this? Now he's operating what? What is he operating as? The Son of Man, universal head. Turn to Genesis, the first chapter. Hallelujah. Now, what kind of authority did Jesus operate in? Someone said, well, He operated as being the second person of the Trinity. No, He didn't. He laid His deity aside. Emptied Himself. Stripped Himself. Hallelujah. Genesis, the first chapter and the 26th verse. Hallelujah. And God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. So God created man in His image. In His image created him. Male and female created he them. 28th verse, and God blessed them. Oh, my Lord. You know what the blessing of God is? Let me tell you what the blessing of God You've been created in His image. You know what the blessing of God is? You've been made in His likeness. You know what the blessing of God is? You got dominion. It ain't things. We boil Christianity down to what we can gather up. Thank God. He said, but if you'll seek first the kingdom of Almighty God and His righteousness, I'll add the rest of this stuff as a matter of course. It'll just overtake you if you'll put the kingdom first. And He said, 28th verse, God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, Replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion. Fish, sea, fowl, the air, and every living thing that moveth 
upon the earth. Now this is what Jesus operated in as being the last Adam. He understood his authority. See, the church world has put the Lord in a category by itself, and he didn't do that. He came as our example. He came to show you what man's supposed to live like. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. So, here Adam is. He is the universal head. He is the head right now when God gave it to him. He is the head, but he failed. But Jesus didn't fail. He operated in this as our example. Can you say amen? He said, let's make them in our image. Vine said, not merely a resemblance of God, but representing Him here in the earth. God wants a man representing Him. He wants a man that is made in His image that He can live in that man. Can you say amen? He said, let, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. In our likeness. The word likeness means patterned after the original. Pattern after the original. Original what? Well, you can say Christ or you can say God. He, he said right here, pattern after God. Let me tell you something. In Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the tenth verse, he said, take upon you, put on the whole armor of God. See, we got, we got it in our head that it's something like Saul when he tried to give David his armor and it wouldn't fit, said that armor wouldn't fit. But let me tell you something. You've been made like the original and you can wear God's clothes. You can wear his laundry. You can wear his armor. They fit, folks. He made you where this armor would fit you. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let us make them in our likeness, in our image. Patterned after the original. You know, Jesus said such things, when you have seen me, you've seen the Father. Huh? Hallelujah. In other words, I've got the Father living in me. He's doing the works. It's no longer I, but it is the Christ. I am the temple of Almighty God. Greater is He that is in me than any problem, any circumstance, bigger than any tempest, bigger than earthquake, bigger than anything, bless God. Hallelujah. Peace be still. What manner of man is this? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now he said, 26th verse, God said, let us make man in our image, our likeness. Let them have dominion. Who is those them he's talking about? He's talking about his man. The word dominion, now listen close to me. Because if you don't, you'll misunderstand what I'm saying. The word dominion, may, listen, this dominion of man, it came into man when God put his life in him. It's built in dominion. Dominion means to tread down, to manifest power, to rule over anyone. Now I'm going to say that again. To rule over anyone. 
That's what dominion means. Well, you mean we've got authority over men? No, but when people come against you, let me tell you something. They couldn't take Jesus, bless God. He said, no man takes my life until I give it. That ought to be your uh, 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 vocabulary. Bless God. I don't care what anybody says. I've got authority over them that come against me, those that say something. I've got something in me that'll stop the storm. I've got something built in that when people talk, when they say something, I've got a right, praise God. Nobody comes and takes it. Ruling, not dominating people, but having rule over your circumstance and your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. To tread down dominion. He said, have dominion. Hallelujah. 28th verse, end of that verse. He said, replenish the earth, subdue it, subdue it, subdue it. Now listen what he told. Now this is what Jesus is operating in. He didn't operate just the old covenant. Now he did at times operate the covenant and show them what their covenant was lacking. Man, here's the woman bowed over 18. You mean she's a daughter of Abraham. She's got a covenant and can't even get healed. But I'm telling you right now, he is operating as the son of man. As your example. As what a man can do when he understands what God has made him. Can you say amen? The word subdue. Here's what it gave man. I mean, to bring into subjection, to overcome, to conquer, to master, to bridle, to restrain. I like that bridle. You know what to do when you put a bridle in a horse's mouth? You tell him where to go. You've got authority over it. I don't care how, how, how you can get the wildest bronco in the world and give me a bridle and put on him, and I get on him, he can't buck one lick if I got that bridle and lift his head up. He can't buck one bit. He can rear up, but I can put him on back down. Amen? Bridle. Have control. God gave man the authority here in the earth. And unless man takes his authority. See, the Christian world, we still been praying, trying to get God to do something. He said, whatsoever things you bind, whatsoever you lose. The authority's been given to man unless man takes it. You got authority. How many of you know you got authority over your home? You got authority over your children, your grandchildren. As many as afar off as the Lord thy God shall call. Can you say Amen. Hallelujah. To subdue it, to bring into subjection, overcome, conquer, master, bridle, restrain. Restrain. Praise God. Hallelujah. End of that 28th verse. Said over every living thing that moveth on the earth. If it moves, you got authority over it. Oh Lord, I wish you'd do something about this. Yeah, and God's saying, I wish you'd do something about it. Huh? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Jesus Christ came to this earth. Number one, he came to reveal us 
in us. Here's what a man can do. Here is the example of mankind. Here is what God wants a man to be like. Like what? The Adam that failed? No, the Adam that will impart life. That will transmit life. He said, out of your belly will flow rivers of this life-giving water. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Praise God. He said in Matthew 9, 6, said, The Son of Man hath power on earth. Now what kind of man is this? Son of Man. We just read where God gave man. There's nowhere in the Bible said God took it back. You say, well, how come Adam lost it? He failed. He committed high treason. He disobeyed God. He came under the jurisdiction of Satan. But let me tell you something. Jesus was born with the genes of God, not spiritual death. He was born with life in him, blessed God, laid his deity aside, was born as a man, lived as a man, anointed by God. 2 Corinthians 1.21 said, He that established you and anointed you is Almighty God. Is Jesus anointed right now? Well, He's living on the inside of you. He's dwelling in you. Who's in you? The anointed Christ of Almighty God. Hallelujah. In Psalms, the 8th chapter, He asks the question, What is man? He goes on to answer in Psalms 8, 6, Thou made him, man, to have dominion. What do you have dominion over? Thou hast made man to have dominion over the works of thy hand. Thou hast put all things under his feet. See, that sounds just like what he told Adam. That's just what he, 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 he said in the beginning. Amen? See, that sounds just like Genesis 1.26. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Psalms 115. Psalms 115, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Psalms 115, the 14th verse. I'll just pick that one up just because it, it'll bless you. 115, 14 said, The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Who's he going to do that? You're blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. 16th verse, the heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath He given to the children of men. He's given the earth. See, unless you take the authority, you can pray and ask God, Oh Lord, save my son. Oh Lord, my grandchildren. Oh, my, oh Lord, do this. Let me tell you something. Some things are not going to work for you right unless you operate in your authority. That you step forward and say, I don't care what it looks like. I'm not going by this. No problem. No wind. No storm. No earthquake. No financial need. No sickness. Bless God. I've got authority and I speak to my body and I say this day you'll operate in the dominion of Almighty God. Some people ain't never coming in until you take authority over what's hindering them. He's given the earth to the hands of men. Let us make man in our image. Why? Our likeness. Let's give them dominion. 
The Torah, the original Torah said of that, that verse, the earth he gave over to man. The earth he gave over to man. Now let me tell you something. Praise God. When I married Brenda, I give her the keys of my cars, my house. She don't come in the house and say, my God, let me drive to town and get me a spud nut. She don't go to town. She don't come to me and say, can I go to Monroe, to Pecanland Mall? It's a known fact. Bless God, she goes regular on her own. Amen. It's a, it's a foregone conclusion that she is going to leave my money down there in Monroe. Now, that's a foregone conclusion. Amen. How come? I give her the keys to my house. She writes checks. See? I write a check, Eli would say unauthorized signature, I ain't wrote one in so long. I don't write check. Amen. She's got the authority. She don't come say to me, said, uh, she come in the other day, had a rug. She didn't call me and say, it'd be hard if I get me a rug. You got authority in the house. You got authority to do what you want to. It ain't, I don't give it over. God gave the works of his hand here in this earth over to man. To the children of men, they have authority. Unless they operate, they're not going to get some things done. God said, I'm waiting on you. Kenneth Irwin Hagen taught, you can have what you say. What is he talking? See, people carried that to the seed and they run around confessing something. Hail Mary full of grace. I got a, you know, like rosary or something. Over and over and over and over. No, all he's saying, bless God, if you say with your mouth, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but believe what you say. Know you've got authority. Know that God has given this stuff to you. Hallelujah. I have dominion. Subdue it. Overcome. Put a bridle on it. Conquer it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Man has been given back his authority. Jesus Christ went through death that he might restore you to what Adam lost. He went through death. He defeated every enemy of God and man, and he done it as a man. He done it as a man. Hallelujah. Praise God. Restoring you to dominion, likeness, in the image, with the ability to subdue. Put a bridle on it. Put a bridle on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Romans, the fifth chapter. Romans, the fifth chapter. Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans, the fifth chapter, the 17th verse. For if by one man's offense death ruled, reigned, dominated, subdued man by one, who? Adam. 
Much more, they which receive, receive what? The abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign, rule, dominate here in the earth by one Christ Jesus. Amen? Reign by what? What he accomplished, what he destroyed. He annihilated all the works of the enemy against you. Praise God. If any man now be in Christ, he's a new kind of a man. What kind of man is he? Just like God wanted in the beginning. Just like the last Adam made in his pattern, made in his likeness, made, I mean, do you believe Jesus Christ today has dominion? Well, that dominion that Christ has is now in you. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. 19th verse. 519, for as by one man's disobedience, Adam, one, were many made sinners, so by the obedience of one, Adam, two, shall many be made righteous. Made that away. Complete in Christ. Made what God wants. Now what's wrong with this guy? He's been made righteous. He is sanctified. He has got a perfect heart. Everything God wants him to be is there, but he don't know it. That's why he gives us this Word of God, to train us and reprogram our thinking. Get our thinking around to bless God. God gave man the authority, dominion, the right to subdue this earth. Hallelujah. To speak words. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they're life. You ought to realize God has given you the right to speak words. Nothing else can talk. Amen? So restoration has already been given us. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Made, created righteous. Now turn with me, if you will, back to the 16th chapter of Matthew. Praise God. Hallelujah. 16th chapter of Matthew, the 13th verse again. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, He asked His disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man... Now, what's, it, what's Son of Man? The universal head... I mean, he stands for every man that's ever been born. He is the universal man. Hallelujah. He is man's representative. He is man's example. Hallelujah. The first man, Adam, failed. He got us in trouble. How many of you know you're not in trouble anymore? You've been restored to dominion. The ability to bridle, to, to totally take control. Can you say amen? Said, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, is? Fourteenth verse. They said, some say they are John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. He said, but whom do you say I am? Sixteenth verse. Simon Peter said, answered and said, thou art the Christ, the anointed one, the one with God's ability. The anointing means the ability of Almighty God upon a human being. Something's on this man from Nazareth. He is different than any other man. 
Hallelujah. He stepped forward as the Son of Man. He is anointed to step forward and show what man's representative can do. The universal head said, here is man. I came to reveal you in you. I come to reveal you. Here you are. Someone said he is the revealer of God. Yes, but he is the revealer of man. He revealed man, what man can do with dominion. Peace be still. What manner of man is this? He's like you. You're like him. Seventeenth verse. It said, And Jesus answered and said unto Simon Peter, said, Blessed are thy Simon born Jonah. Flesh and blood is not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. Eighteenth verse said, and, that, and thou art Peter, and upon this rock. What kind of rock? Rock. You know what's a solid rock? Revelation. What if you had a revelation? Bless God. Bless God. God made me. How did he make me? Just like he made Christ. Just like he made Adam. If you can't identify with Christ, identify with Adam. You've been restored to dominion. Subdue. Whatsoever things you bind. Now listen to him. 19th verse. And I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of God. I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I'm giving you the keys. I'm giving you something from heaven. Hallelujah. Now listen. When Jesus said that, bless God, in my Bible it turned red. Are you listening to me? It doesn't turn red. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever things you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever things you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You bind, you loose, you bridle, you have authority. Bless God, heaven's authority is backing it up. Just like he said, let us make man, let's give him dominion. Hallelujah. A restoration of man's dominion in the earth is here. What you say, what you lose, what you bind. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God, praise God. Turn over a couple of, uh, a, a couple of chapters, 18th chapter. Matthew 18, 18. Hallelujah. He said in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Matthew 18, 18. Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Heaven's authority. Heaven's dominion is backing this up. Can you say amen? Built in dominion. Whatever you bind, you've got authority in this earth. Hallelujah. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Let's give them dominion. Let's give them rule. They've got authority on, on earth. And they stopped the storm. Praise God. I was teaching along these lines one time and a tornado come through this area. Come through uh, High Banks Road, back through there. And a little girl, nine years old, that 
path of that, I flew over it. It came right towards your house and she walked out and she said, you'll not come by my house and that tornado went around. Can you say amen? How come that happened? Because she believed that. See, little children will get a hold of something like this and we've been trained so religiously that we'll set it aside and say, yes, Jesus could do that, but no other man. He said, the works I do, you'll do also. How are you going to do them? You've got to have the same equipment. Praise God. Praise God. So, you say, whatsoever things you say, whatsoever things you bind, whatsoever things you lose, praise be unto God. You know, Romans 8, 29 said we were predestined. What does that mean? God had a plan for you. Predestined that we be conformed to the exact image of the Lord Jesus, that He'd be the first one among many brothers, the federal universal head of a new race. What kind of race of people are we? We're God-men. We're the temple of Almighty God. Has God moved into you and lost His dominion? Huh? Well, what did He say to you? I'm giving man the dominion. Whatever you say, whatever you bind, whatever you lose, blessed be God. God gave every work of His hand down here over to man. Praise God. Now He said in, in Mark 16, Go ye, go ye. Go ye and do what? Hallelujah. Go ye into all the world. Tell them about this. Praise God. Praise God. Go tell them. And then he said he went with them everywhere, working with them and with signs following. If this gospel cannot be demonstrated in setting people free, getting people born again, getting them to see the truth of what God has made them, that they are a finished work. You're not a work in progress. Do you understand that? You have been restored. No baby lives in you, but the resurrected, glorified Christ, the one with all authority and all power, has been given into you now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Romans, the 8th chapter. Hallelujah. You know, there's a sleeping giant out there. It's called the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a sleeping giant where people that's born again don't even know what they have as their authority. Hallelujah. They think, well, yes, I've got authority, you know, this and that. But they don't understand that God gave them dominion. And He has not taken it back. Hallelujah. Romans, the 8th chapter. Look in the uh, 19th verse. King James said, For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. One translation said, They wait to catch a glimpse of real live sons of God. The whole world's waiting on someone to take. They want a glimpse. I'd like to see one of them. I'd like to see one of those Christians. I'd like to see what someone that has authority over the wind and the storm. I want to see one that has authority over sickness. I want to see one who has authority over death. Amen. 
I want to see one. The whole world's waiting on it. One translation said, whole world's waiting to see sons of, uh, uh, sons of God to be what they really are. To be what they really are. What kind of son? Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Let's build into him dominion. Well, someone said, yeah, but Brother Sullivan, you know, my husband or my wife, that ain't got nothing to do with it. Bless God, you've got authority of what's binding them. Amen. Said, well, my husband does this and my husband does that. Well, bless God, you've got authority. You've got dominion there. Blessed be God. We've got authority over children, grandchildren. We've got authority over all the works of God's hands. Let us give them dominion. Hallelujah. The earth he gave over to man. Now whatsoever you bind, whatsoever you lose, I'm going to back you up to heaven. Now I'm backing you up. Hallelujah. But you got to do something. What do you got to do? Say, not some works of law, but operate in the dominion where God has given you. Praise God. Praise God. Well, how am I going to get a hold of this? Study on who God made you in Christ. How am I going to get a hold of this? Whatever you got this morning, be bold about it. Speak your authority. Take your dominion. If you don't take it, it ain't going to be loose. If you don't take it, it ain't going to be bound. Hallelujah. If you don't take dominion, hallelujah. You know, the biggest joke I ever seen on TV, people call in and have somebody else praying for them. They'll have a stack of prayer requests this high. Why, well, I'd I, I soon to hear someone get up and, and go quoting, Mary had a little lamb. You say, you don't believe in it? Not at all. Not at all. Not one bit. Now, if you call in and you know your authority and that guy knows his authority and you agree, that's a different thing. But most of them calling in, 99% of them calling in because they think that guy can get their prayer answered better than they can. They think he, he's got, oh, he's anointed. That guy, that guy, that guy. No, he's restored. The Lord Jesus Christ has restored everything that Adam lost. Let us make man in our image, after our pattern. Do you know what that likeness meant? A pattern after the original. You know, we take translations and said, well, we stand a little bit behind God. No, God lifted us up and made us heirs of God and equal heirs with the Lord Jesus. Is that right? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, what seems to be the problem? Man don't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Be bold to step out in this. Be bold to say what God has made you. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. You've been made in the image of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Some of